0: Shut up, I love it. Shut up. I love it. Shut
1: up. When we tell someone to shut up, we are saying, I love it. And love is the ultimate way to shut up. Shut up, I love it. We are here with Joe Cabello, the one and only.
0: And with one and only Sasha Feiler. And I think this is the best one you've done, Joe. But this is Shut Up I Love It, a podcast where we have a guest come on, talk about something hidden under the rocks or despised by the entire world. That's also lovely, at least to the guest. And so we talk about it and we figure out how we feel about it. That
1: was a new way to describe it. I've never (laughs) heard, you went jazz for that one. You just went for it.
0: Now, we've got a very special returning guest
1: Two-timer.
0: Two-timer. He is a French Canadian and Old City Jerusalem Armenian, San Franciscan, living in Oakland, California. Can you imagine that? Can you? Welcome back, Aram Ronaldo. Welcome.
1: Yeah. Happy to be here. As a two-timer, do you feel stronger, better, faster, entering the lion's den once again?
2: Oh, I'm just a a Double Down fan. Since coming on before and being here today, I just like taken all of your guys' glory, audio glory and presence. So it's been a fun ride.
0: Great. And now let's go to the very, (laughs) very core of this episode. Aram, what are we here to talk about?
2: We're here to talk about the 2014 movie Animated phenomenon, The Prophet. Very good. So, describe a little bit about this
1: movie. Um, what it's just a brief, what it's about, and uh, the the hook, if you will.
2: Um, I think it was a passion project by the well-known actress mm-hmm. Salma Hayek. Shut
0: out. And
2: it's based on the yeah, it's a book. It was a book from the 1920s, I think. A Lebanese poet philosopher, philosophical poet. His name is Khalil Gibran. And so it's based off that book. I think the
0: full title for the film is Khalil Gibran's The Prophet.
2: They really, they're like,
0: we got to sell this on Khalil Gibran's name (laughs) and
1: directed by a director of The Lion King and several other films. So um, a lot Mm -hmm. of, a lot of animation. What would you say? Pedigree is in this film as well.
2: Yeah. It's interesting because the, there's so many animators under the director like there's different segments actually animated by different well-known animators and some are very brand new sort of world animation mm-hmm. uh, artists and some of them are really old school famous like you know animation festivals hand drawing
1: hand drawing type of guys the old school yeah all the yeah, styles actually those, those jammed guys. in there and this is Pil-
0: plimpton um, is one name pill bill plimpton
2: yeah, love. He's one of the ones that Bill Clinton. <laughs> the the Bill Clinton administration. It was the yeah. best run.
1: Um, and
0: uh, this, I never had relation. Oh, you never had sexual relations with Bill Clinton. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and this, I guess, we you'd sort of call this um, Fantasia esque. It's got. Uh, a central story that we're following but there's a lot of segments Mm -hmm. and that's where it being based off a poetry book seems to come in Um, and Mm -hmm. I, I think the book's more than just that but like the big chunk
2: of the book seems to be from what I know poems yeah I'm not a I'm a I'm a enthusiast I'm a reader of poetry but I don't know the terminology or I haven't studied it so it's definitely like philosophy. He's like a philosophy guy through poetry. Right. And poetry I think book. he
0: actually didn't like to be called philosopher and he rejected that description oh. in his life. Which would, he lived like during like a turn of the century, 20th century. So yeah. I know.
2: Yeah. I wasn't even sure. Sh- I double checked like the year of the book when it came out and it's like the mid 20s. What a time. And it's an interesting yeah, time. Yeah. In especially the world.
1: depending on where you are. It's a lot of. Uh, turmoil, and that's, mm-hmm. I was curious watching this and looking up its background. If you were a fan of the book beforehand, and that's what brought you to this movie, so clarify that a little bit. Where you did you even care about the book, or was it just how did you find this movie? What category of oh, "Shut Up, I Love it, it is is it in, and why do you love it? That's three. You know questions. all the categories.
0: You know all the categories. You make and them up. You know. You make it. them
1: up. Make it up. <laughs>
0: that's the.
2: <thing. laughs> Yeah, this one, what's in, like what comes to mind is I remember being with a friend in New York City the summer it came out, and Selma Hayek is on like the Jimmy Fallon show and promoting it, and it's like a limited release already, but it, the budget is humongous, and she's on Jimmy Fallon, and the segment is like, he's handing her pup puppy golden retriever mm. puppies, and that was like the whole thing, and I was like, that's your promotion plan anyway. It's like fun to see her. But um, ever since I was a teenager, I became a Salma Hayek fan obsessed, mm. like Desperado oh, yes. and all those things, the beginning. And I had the posters all over my room. My my family, who my half of my family, uh, they came to California from Beirut, Lebanon. And they're like, she seems, uh, I think she's Lebanese. So we looked it up on the internet, the early days of the internet. Wow,
0: we're talking... And 1970s, we had the book, the Prophet, 1970s. on the shelf. Like, well, internet was pretty much just coming. That's when they <laughs> came over.
2: Yeah, the early yeah. internet. Um, but yeah, so we had like I found the book in like my family's mm. bookshelf at some point, like a few years ago, and I only barely read it then. But it was one of those like you know mm-hmm. we have it, we just have it mm-hmm. on the shelf.
0: So it is it's a one ca- of those classics. Yeah it is a classic if you're a Lebanese or partially Lebanese family that's something just like it's gonna end up on your shelf right bookshelf
2: I think so yeah especially like something from the 20s it's an interesting time and people that have it they just have it as their little library Middle yeah, because it was
0: the Ottoman Empire right back then still it was just it was all very Mm,
2: by the 20s that's the thing the Middle East had become, it's after mm-hmm. World War I, before World War Two, and what had happened was it, it had just been the Ottoman Empire, and mm-hmm. that crumbled at the end of World War I. So the French sort of global, you know, global, force, yes. and the British mm-hmm. global force, they started drawing lines all over the Middle East, like this is now Lebanon, and this is now Syria. Yeah, they just and the made people there are like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. um, here.
0: <laughs> well, that was the history portion of Shut Up, I Love It. For it is <laughs> It is good to know.
1: And so you were aware of the book, but then you found out about this movie from, you know, knowing about the book and also Selma Hayek sounds like the driving force behind it.
2: Yeah. I think I probably saw it on her Instagram and I was like, whoa, she's, Mitch." you know, she's going to be a voice in the movie. But then when I looked it up, it was like, I think it's heavily mm-hmm. produced from her I don't know, millionaire husband, mm-hmm. maybe more than multimillionaire husband, and other, uh, I don't know, organizations they fund. I had an
0: ex-boyfriend it. that was obsessed with Salma Hayek. Like he thought, you know, and she is, and he thought, and she is,
1: and she is. Yeah, he's he's right too. <laughs> uh, so, and why is it that you, uh, or let's let's answer the question. Why, what category, what do you? Th- why did you bring this? Obviously you love it and I wanna hear why, but mm-hmm. why bring this movie to the show?
2: Yeah, I think after, you know, considering I'm such a fan of your show and all the subjects people bring, um, it seems like when you think of entertainment that has access to huge budgets, this is one of them, and it mm-hmm. came and went and, you know if it, if the theaters were a way to gauge how people perceived it that's one thing and it barely was out and I had looked forward to it when I heard about it for like the whole summer and then it came and went and I didn't see it in theaters I think I missed it and so I think it's like extremely underappreciated considering the attachment yeah and, to uh, culture.
1: huge cast uh sasha were you aware of this movie yeah. uh, before this
0: not aware never heard of it i understand that it's weird like i should have at least heard of it well no, but it never registered i, I was the <laughs> same uh, and that's why <laughs> okay. i thought it
1: was like oh this is seeing the talent before i even started to watch it seeing it's the roger mm-hmm. allers i think the director and all these animation teams mm-hmm the voice cast, I was like, oh, this is really interesting that it didn't even, like, pop up anywhere on the radar, so I think it is a good uh, a really good topic to discuss because of that and see if we can get it in front of people, see if they want to watch it.
0: And we we recommend it. us yeah. find out.
1: So, Aram, I think I have a good sense of why you like this movie in some ways. Selma Hayek's probably the big capital mm-hmm. S and H in it, but mm-hmm. please tell us why you like this and why
2: people should watch it. I guess for me, something that was shocking, cause yeah, Selma Hayek talking about it on Instagram or talk shows was intriguing. And then for me, knowing the book, knowing of the book was like another intrigue, but the Lion King director was just kind of like, whoa, it's, you know, the year 2014, it's an interesting time in culture of like, are we extremely computer animated? Are we doing any hand drawn yeah. animation at this level? I'm, you know, everyone, I know a lot of uh, artists, acquaintances who dabble with stuff on their mm-hmm. own computer or in their own little sketchbooks or whatever. But the Lion King director, it's huge. And then when I looked up who are the other animators, like one of them, um, her name is Nina Paley, mm-hmm. Nina Pali, I don't know. And she had made a really fun computer animated, but I don't know what exactly the style is. A movie called Sita Sings the Blues. And it's like set in India. It's very cuckoo. And I recommend everyone to go watch that one too. (laughs) (laughs) But her little segment was a fun one too. And then I also was like, oh, I'd like to see how this poetry slash mm, philosophy comes across in an animated form. And it
0: did. Sorry, yeah, like it is interesting because um as, um, you know, you start watching this film, you were like, that's what happened to me. I was like, when is the cool stuff going to happen? And the cool stuff doesn't happen for a while. So you like watching a Disney type movie for like a good amount of time until you see mm-hmm. like the first art piece in there. Yeah, and cool mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. you're
1: talking about the poetry segments, the Fantasia-esque. Segment. Segments specific
2: segments yeah Mm -hmm. and some like mind bending mind pushing you know the storyline that's like the i don't even actually know the thread of it the names and like yeah the there's the kid and i think Salma hayek was definitely channeling her daughter in real life but also in an interview that i saw that Salma hayek was saying she was like i really um M- this memory that I have of my grandfather having this book on his like nightside table and talking to me. And he was my only source of our Lebanese culture. The rest mm-hmm. of her, you know, culture is like Mexico and being oh, on telenovelas so she- novellas eventually.
0: Okay. So she's like 25% Lebanese.
2: Yeah. Her dad is Lebanese and I don't know mm-hmm. if he's full Lebanese or what, but right. she's like full Mexican culture, but embraces mm-hmm. where she can her Lebanese heritage mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, and it's important that you said that, Sasha,
1: because there's the, that through-line story that's mm-hmm. going on, and then these other segments. And I feel like someone could potentially watch one or the other and get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Is there is there a one that you like over the other, Aram? Or, or are they both equal to you?
2: Well, so what's also fun is I feel like I don't know how old Selma Hayek is, maybe in her... I
0: just looked it up, because for me, she's always like 38, <laughs> but she is 54. Apparently, she gets older wow. as well, which is shocking <laughs> to think about I that. saw her in a
1: recent movie with, uh, gosh, Owen Wilson, and she did show her age in that a little bit. Still looking mm-hmm. great, but it was like, oh, yeah, I haven't really looked at
2: Selma Hayek in a while, and
0: yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, oh,
2: okay, there we go, mm-hmm. she's
0: still well, hot, she Donna. was
2: there at the academy boards last year this past one i think i watched on twitter in clips but the one before it was still on the regular version and there she was with like she even more like hazily green contacts and had like a crystal diamond tiara on it she was just mm-hmm. having fun she's like okay i'm 50 something <laughs> i'm just having mm-hmm. fun now
0: mm-hmm.
1: you love that love to see that energy
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at her recent pictures. No, she's still rocking the hot bod and all that. The boobs, famous boobs.
2: Famous. <laughs> famous. But so there's there's the visuals of the main storyline, which I don't know who this, the animator is for the main storyline, but then there's that oh. She I think she can't she you know, engaged with so many artists including musicians who are kind of like her buddies. You know, and she was Mm. like, I think we should do this project. Are you into it? Do you want to join in? And one I think was, what's the, he wrote the song, Damien Rice, I think. When you know who you are, that's one of the songs I really like. But there's a segment where it's like very curly and golden animation. It's sort of Mm -hmm. at the end. It's a little bit, you know, man, woman, love, whatever. But it's so beautiful. They're just like melting and like sparkling and, Mm there's some of that, that you just get blown away. And so yeah, the storyline is a little bit like okay, there's all this stuff and then it gets a little dramatic, but it's just animation from every angle. If you're an animation enthusiast, which I am extremely one mm. of. Okay, yeah,
1: that's uh, good to know cuz yeah, I think that some of the animation in those segments is really striking. The the one about mm-hmm. uh mothers and daughters or mothers and children mm-hmm. rather, there's a lot of really not only cool looking things, but um it's just interesting thoughts conveyed through the animation. hmm Um life so. and death.
0: hmm All that good stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they're really using animation to its fullest in those segments. Uh but I did not like the animation style of the main story.
0: That is the oh. problem.
1: Mm -hmm. interesting good to know it is more of that uh, like 3d rendered style that i see in a lot of Mm -hmm. like anime shows now and i understand it but i don't think it looks as good and i think it can often look less uh, human less flowing compared to like that tango scene
2: oh my god mm -hmm. where you can
1: feel their fingers gripping onto each other (laughs) uh so Mm -hmm. it just Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be honest, I hated the main story. <laughs>
0: uh, it is interesting. I I lost my uh, husband's attention for this film <laughs> because he was watching with me and he was very excited about all the animation mm-hmm. stars that, um, you know, helped create this film. And he was just like, we're still, we're like, in the first scene <laughs> and he's like I can't watch this animation like and I can't watch this kids you know which the like, kids movies doesn't mean he's not gonna watch it but for some reason he's just like doesn't doesn't seem good and then mm-hmm. I'm like I went and watched everything by myself next day and I'm like dude you don't get it there's so much good stuff in there <laughs> but um
2: well it is he, interesting you know to I think you know she's some like uh, maybe if she's a producer right I'm not sure or at least like you know the push for the passion project it's familiar with Hollywood uh, production companies' requirements or whatever. So I feel like that style or that way that they do the animation for the main storyline is almost like required. It's like a little—I don't know what it's called. Anyway, it's like feels like a little bit hand drawn over a little bit of computer animation. Which, yeah, it's popular maybe because it's easy. It's just—it's
1: just cheaper and faster. And yeah. maybe not even cheaper, but faster. So I guess faster is often cheaper. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's why then they're like, oh, let's put the real time and money to these other segments. But it, mm-hmm. it felt a little bit too much like trying to fit the story of a full movie. Yeah. You know, three arcs. But it was way too thin, given that the poems don't really have anything to do with the story. They don't push the story. So that's all lost narrative time. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I hated the little girl. I thought she was an absolute (laughs) tyrant. I
0: hated the the main guy.
1: (laughs) Wait, who's the main guy? Uh, The prophet? The The Liam guy. Okay, so, and I'll just throw it out right here. Uh, Animation aside, I felt like I was at a college party, and there was a guy, a douchebag guy, (laughs) there just reading poetry, taking all the attention, (laughs) and I'm like, this guy... Needs to shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> and I think I thought this guy a doesn't realize he's coming off a little, I don't know, interested in this little girl a few times. <laughs> he's
1: so excited but when she comes. He's in. so excited Standle. when she comes over.
0: <laughs> and two, he um like it's it's you know the you know Khalil who you know we all know Khalil you know he he mm-hmm. lived a long time ago like he was probably an awesome dude. But if you don't know it, you watch it and you're like, this dude is just self-aggrandizing himself. I'm like, I'm the fucking prophet. And I'm, you know, (laughs) because it it doesn't feel like it's a movie. But like, like, you have to know that this movie was made about this guy that everybody... All mm. the creators admire Yeah, it, it seems I,
1: like. I stopped it halfway to research, or not even halfway, because I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because <laughs> um, I don't think it had gotten to the animation parts yet. And I was like, I don't understand how That's this the is the... They I, okay. gotta start
0: earlier. They gotta start... Like, whatever the story, they had to just get to it earlier. I think they lost a lot of audience. Because how, how do you... who Who is your target audience? If the base, the bed um, of... Um, of this uh, animation of this film is like uh, like not going to be for people who love animation well, then it's going to yeah. be hard to keep them <laughs> that is long my question who is this for
1: i was watching it going who is this for cuz the main story is like a kids film but a kid isn't going to watch like pregnant women becoming bow and arrows no. being like, and when she has come in Beautiful she is Love it. you know I'm like <laughs> great nobody wa- Nobody wants either of these things. I do wish it was just the animation segments in a more Fantasia setting of like just bam bam one after the other.
2: Do you guys know have you or so you mentioned the Fantasia um format or like that movie format, which I like Fantasia, I'm a fan, um I guess historically. And then mm-hmm. there was an Italian, kind of a thing from the '70s. All anime, not all animated, but half mm. a little bit live action, a little bit animated. Um, it's called Allegro Non Troppo. You know mm. that one? Uh, I, I don't know, know. What
0: what are, that one though. Love the way it sounds.
2: Yeah, it's very you know these '70s. Mm. european animation like big budget a little bit like trippy mm-hmm. anyway that's one of them and it's just like mm. openly see. like mm-hmm. fantasia knockoff oh Not yeah even it looks, knockoff, very like, cool. Homage. It
0: looks mm-hmm. pretty cool yeah, yeah and yeah. that
2: that's a little bit more like we're just going crazy <laughs> and we're gonna like talk and do things in black and white in a live action and then like here you go animation segment so this i kind of agree with you guys a lot yes it's very mm-hmm. flawed as a movie and like who were they expecting to come and pay to go see it in the theater mm-hmm. but like as a passion project i can mm-hmm. see where she you know some hike is like we can well, this will be global we'll do it it'll be in french dubbed in french mm-hmm. it'll be in arabic dubbed in arabic it'll mm-hmm. be in whatever languages across the world and whoever's an enthusiast but that's the thing it's not just like a show it in a movie and people are gonna be like oh the Pro Khalil Gibran's the Prophet. I've been waiting <laughs> decades for this movie to be yeah. produced. So for me, I think because I watched it, and then I was like, "Okay, this is so interesting," and I love so many parts. I'm just going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So I bought it, and I've like rewatched it a whole bunch of times. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. at my own pace or in different segments. So I do have like a shut up. You keep going I love back it. to it.
0: Yeah, love, you keep yeah, going. Move for it.
1: and I can see did- that like just loading mm-hmm. up. Uh, a th- one of the segments, checking that out, um, but mm-hmm. even that I have some qualms with because I think uh, what's his name, the Khalil, Khalil, who's played by Liam uh, Liam, Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. <laughs> I just that wasn't vibing with that.
2: Yeah, yeah the- well, also 2014. Liam's voice
0: was a little weird. Yeah,
2: Liam Neeson of twenty fourteen. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Liam Neeson of twenty. So. 20- It just seemed
1: a little more pompous than it. It was already pompous enough. They're like, Khalil, would you like something to drink? And he's like, we drink for life. And you're like, dude, no, (laughs) I just just want to give you a cup of water, bro.
0: And it was like the whole story because I was like, did Khalil write this story? Because it's not a good story. They take this artist and they're like, we're going to take you to your country so you don't like mess up mess with our country oh like and this.
1: and he's been in jail for seven years he was in a, a fucking house time. with selma hayek <laughs> he selma was hayek. fucking fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then they take him this like bad general takes him to a pretty breezy walk to the ocean and everywhere mustafa right mustafa everywhere he mm-hmm. goes um people recognize him and they worship him like he's A you know, a a prophet or a Jesus figure, like you know, the people admire him a lot, they
1: light him up.
0: And the general is always fine with stopping over Mm -hmm. and partying with these people,
1: even though he's like, "Uh, And then he gets mad, he's like five minutes, then he's like, It's been (laughs) ten, what's your problem? And you're like, Dude, you kind of are letting this happen,
0: yeah, you're letting this happen. There's like a whole wedding they attend. And everywhere Mustafa goes, everybody <laughs> wants to just like ask for his blessings and tell mm-hmm. him he's the best. They go crazy. And it's really self-aggrandizing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know for self. There's no self. Khalil is gone. Khalil hasn't been alive since 1931. But I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's just. There's no like self-reflection or irony about like he's also down-to-earth guy because he's not.
1: He's not. They're. They're like. I may be the doctor and have saved half the village, but I'm a piece of shit you come up with great thoughts. <laughs> and he's like, yes, this is true.
0: <laughs> it is uh, weird, right? Like when the characters, other characters tell, tell they tell this, you're saying protagonist that he's great. You're like, I'm just going to have my other characters, supporting characters, tell him that he's great. And this way, the audience will believe that he's great. But it just, <laughs> it just doesn't work like that. It's just a weird exposition.
2: Okay, well, how about this? How about this? So yes, the movie is extremely flawed, but (laughs) it's so beautiful. It's almost like I just wanna be in the room at the production with the production company. I don't even know who the production company is. Um, And you're like, okay, so Khalil Gibran's The Prophet, the book come to life in animation. But like, what is that process? And like, what's the point? And you spend all this money I mean, there's no way that it couldn't have been cheap to make. It's just, like, millions of dollars in animation funds coming from who knows where. And then you do it, but then you have all this content. And the whole world, especially, you know, the Eastern Hemisphere, is all about it and making memes out of it and using it on their TikToks and using it on their Instagram to this day. You can't just make that up with little... Sketchpad and watercolors you're paying big bucks to have this meme content available now
1: <laughs> so your de- your defense of
2: it is it has become eastern yeah meme shut up i content. love it because now it's good for the internet <laughs> well
1: that is that is interesting to know that that's i the didn't case. realize that mm-hmm. i don't believe but I- it but um <laughs> <you know. laughs>
0: i mean it is it is incredible like how artistic each of these pieces and unique is like yeah. each animator
2: i don't even know how i don't even know all of them and each of them is interesting but the ones that i do know i'm obsessed with previously mm -hmm. already
1: yeah Yeah. let's focus on that because i did need to just tear apart the narrative part um Mm -hmm. but the segments there's (laughs) spoiler there's little he died he
0: (laughs) He fucking (laughs) died and it doesn't matter. You still watch the movie for the animation segment. Yeah, those, mm-hmm. there's
1: little bad to say about the segments. So um, mm-hmm. we can talk more about those instead of the atrocious thing they just <laughs> added. I think it started with, hey, we'll have all our artists do segments. Then they're like, well, will people enjoy that? We should have right. a story. And then they fucked right. it up.
2: They um, fucked it up. But it's also like, Samahek is like, okay, I'll be the main woman person who is uh, in her forties-ish and there's a daughter type of character who's a troublemaker, kind of like my daughter. And then there's like a prophet who's built a prophet. And who do we know that's like, didn't I do a movie with Liam Neeson? I don't know if she did, but she's like, and he'll be very, you know, godly on earth. Kind of like my grandpa was. It's just like, mm. I think it was just like, hey, let's make this movie. And then like, who's going to fund it?
0: Mm-hmm. Hey,
2: hubby, want to fund it? <laughs> and then someone thought.
0: Oh, some if a hubby did it? I mean probably i don't know like,
1: you know there are, when you're connected when you have a career like Hayek, like a husband like i think actually this, uh, i think
2: his name his last name is something like a, a producer or like something something producer henry pino you know. he's prophet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> guys i'm just i just opened up my itunes and the like the the other animation doesn't come in until 15 minutes plus mm-hmm. at the wedding so that's like enough time to, to walk out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, everyone.
1: <laughs> or turn off the movie. <laughs> yeah, know, if you're or, or say
0: or tell your wife I'm not going to keep watching it. Let's go back to watching Before <laughs> Nurse on HBO. Shout out, great show. Yeah. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, no. So 15 I, this was just like not the, this was probably the between that and just having artless main story slash animation like i mean that's what ruined this movie that's i'm just like putting my money on it i don't know
2: yeah well then okay what what if everyone who has seen it or knows of it just gives it thumbs down rotten tomatoes across the board then what because to me i'm i am kind of a like i know a lot of people me included who do video collage or have done like shows where you just like impose things or cut things in and sometimes something that's Awful, unwatchable from beginning to end. Has a piece or pieces where you're like, "Ooh." I mean, you mentioned Mm -hmm. Joe the Tango scene, which is like just like oozing and like juicy. I don't know why, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's you don't get that without the full package.
1: No,
0: so that was a
2: vehicle for some of these pieces. Yeah,
0: is it is like an Oscar short film? This movies, this th- these shorts would be invisible,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and like who knows they would get into Oscars. Mm-hmm. And get with. Um, but like, um, yeah, I mean miss, maybe this is the only way they can see the light of day. It's just to have a terrible. It's just how cow. it happened. But also
2: in 2014,
0: think about, I think Obama was president. It was the best.
2: It guys. was back in those Obama era days, and mm, yeah, like what was going of, on um what hot american summer the series like people are (laughs) the world is shifting like what you know it's a whole nother thing but a movie version of the prophet to go in the theaters i don't know the world was it's off somehow it's just off the making of this movie the releasing of this movie it was off and that's why i was like whoa in the promotional times i was like Mm -hmm. is this really happening whoa Mm -hmm. and then it did and then it was gone and then now I'm left with the remains, <laughs> the bodied <Aww>. remains.
0: Let's do <laughs> body of the
1: prophet. Let's let's Aww. do spin it positively though. Now that we talked about the bad parts, of just what are some of your
2: favorite segments? Mm, I do like the the bow and arrow part. I oh I love this deer. There's like one part where it's kind of watercolor ish. Mm-hmm. There's this deer that's like running really fast, and it's really cute because it has these gigantic horns and there's little dots little diamonds around it because that's kind of it's like it's basing off of the arabic uh letters calligraphy that have like uh a lot of dots going on uh going on up top and below it changes what letter it is and i don't know sometimes you just need a little bit of like a thrill and a speed and this deer who's i don't know god on earth probably you know, running around the forest and jumping and splashing through water and it's just something a little bit of I feel more, I feel even more into the philosophy and the Abrahamic religions coming through whatever Khalil Gibran is trying to say in the book that's been pushed over into the movie that's been pushed over by, you know, Salma and the director and whoever.
0: Let's just all agree that that deer was Patronos. <laughs> Come on.
1: The, the single character, Patronos. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that I believe that was the the segment on hunting or something, uh, mm-hmm. possibly something like that. Um, yeah,
2: that was uh, that was good. I guess I should have done more homework, and I knew this was going to be you, really breaking it apart and picking every chicken oh, bone we, out, which is good. We don't. You never
1: don't know to, how just, it's going to go. Yeah, if <laughs> if there are the segments, because I do want to get to the the positive of it, because I think mm-hmm. it is very. The, the good parts are actually good, but I just wish they weren't as weighted down mm-hmm. uh, by the the main story. Because, um, yeah, I think the farming segment or working one that was very, like, roughly drawn almost with, like, a colored pencil. And as the mm-hmm. guy tilling and the uh, really warped perspective, because it's like...
2: The, it the had all, like, the going. wheat melting upward and stuff, that one?
1: Uh, yeah, I believe maybe it was mm-hmm. the that was in there and it's like yeah colored pencilish
2: mm-hmm.
1: um really scratchy i was like oh this is so to make that look good is incredibly difficult i think it's mm-hmm. much easier for an amateur to take like the art style of the main story and make that look good but to have like just colored pencils and scribble scri- have texture by scribbles and have it uh convey something and feel powerful and beautiful Stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I wish I would have been able to see this in theaters
2: just because I think it lends itself yeah, to that. huge. Huge mm-hmm. screen. That's true. I have a question.
0: Mm-hmm. Ask us.
2: Well, I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, when because like if you guys mentioned pausing it and then uh, searching for things on the web or like looking up yeah. uh, historical things. Do you do that often or not so often? Or is it I'm something terrible. that you do...
0: I'm terrible at it. I I need to be prepared for anything. Like, so you prefer I, to
2: be ready beforehand.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna like s- look up what happens at the end. That's for sure. a Plot. I don't want to spoil. But like, set up. Sometimes, if I'm like, am I 100 percent aware? Like, where is this? Ha- like, I didn't. Wasn't sure if it's mm-hmm. Lebanon. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't know it's Lebanon. So like, I looked it up and be like, oh, it's Lebanon. Like, I need the Wikipedia to tell me. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a terrible habit. But <laughs> it's just like. This way, mm-hmm. I feel more invested in the story when yeah. I understand, like, little things about that it. That makes sense.
2: It reminds me... That reminds me just now thinking about it, like, when you're at the art museum and you're like, what the hell is going on in this painting? But then you look to the left and it's like, in 1946, Jessica James me. was walking through That's the streets me. of New York.
0: <laughs> and I think that has to do with the fact that I am... I would love to hear from uh, you guys to how you feel. But, like, for me, it just... um I think because I am a writer and I understand the world Mm -hmm. through storytelling. Mm -hmm. Like, since I was a little girl, I would look at people around me and I would come up with the whole story of their life. And I was completely wrong, of course. But, like, I would, like, imagine everything that's going on in their life. And that's, like, how I perceive the world. That's why I have, like, no reaction to music or any, like, th- that's, all, that's all that exists in me. Well, I, like, I like some music, but, like, I, like I'd like i rather not listen to it because it's almost, like, too much to deal with and I can't, like, look it up. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely, like, OCD or something going on there. What about you, Joe?
1: Uh, for me, it's when I sniff something out. I like to go into movies blind because I think that's mm. the most <laughs> fun way, like, the premise unfolds. Uh, but what made me stop is similar to what made me stop a show we did on this podcast called Comrade Detective, where Shout I was out. like, there's something yeah. off here and I need to know the that the history. Sense, yeah. So this movie, I'm like, this seems to, to be based <laughs> off something. And like, there's just Khalil. a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of alarms firing off in my head of like what this is. So then I was like, I look it up. I'm like, oh, this wasn't like a novel it was a lot of like poetry and philosophy no wonder this movie's mm-hmm. weird so i had to cuz i could i could <laughs> mm-hmm. smell it we out well you know in. like yeah. sometimes you're watching a movie that you don't know at all and you can be like this feels like it was based off a book like it just feels like mm-hmm. it and then sure. you have to find out
0: yeah i was shocked to learn recently that not to change the topic but just an example that uh phoebe waller bridges uh <laughs> what do you call it the spy thing killing eve was based in the books so she didn't even come up with the oh the oh my gosh shocking because high. it doesn't feel like that one doesn't feel like that it feels like she, she wrote it from scratch you know because she's so good but like um mm. yeah based on the book but it, usually those things don't work out as well what her
1: it rich is parents buy the rights <laughs> did her rich parents buy the rights
0: I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't watch uh, Fleabag. We can talk about how it can oh, shut up. Shut up. Hate you Fleabag. hate it. Oh my god, it's so wrong. I probably would get fired as a TV writer like <laughs> like a teacher and everything like if I keep saying oh, it. Oh my gosh. It's so hey, everybody interesting. Loves it.
2: Like you mentioned what are the shows and movies that we know that are not what's it called when you like do a screenplay but it's adapted? Is it adapted? adapted from mm-hmm. a book, or,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or is it an original script or whatever? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's original. It claims to be original, and everyone's like, oh, this is exactly this other movie from, you know, 25 years ago. But you do your thing, and you get away with it. Um, what's an example of that? Like, people just compare it to everything. I'm thinking of music, mm-hmm. I guess. A lot of music that comes out, and they're like, oh, you sound exactly like... Gary Newman. From yeah. 1985. I, I do have
1: one good example. There's a new mm. Netflix show, and I mm. think it's called. It's maybe been out six months or so, but called. Um, Mighty uh, Ducks. Dirty mm. or Dirty Harry? Little Things, or like. Oh yeah, yeah. Something oh, Dirty oh, yeah, yeah. And when you watch it, it's very obvious, and it's based off a book of the same title, and it's mm-hmm. very obvious that author of the book was just making Pretty Little Liars meets. <laughs> something out, like one other uh, f- like uh, popular show. You know, no, I'm looking at dirty.
0: Ha- I can't find dirty little things. So it's we probably screwed it's up. Something the title, like but you that. You guys know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: so the, even the title is very much like, uh, are Pretty Little Liars. If someone was like, I'm gonna write a book that's just that in a ballet studio.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: they write that, and then they make that book into a TV show. So it's just this weird thing where you're watching it and you're like, this is so derivative because now it's using the language of the thing that it was copying when it was mm-hmm. a book it wasn't using that language it was using its own uh novel language yeah so it's
2: it okay was i weird. do have a question because okay so what are what's a book that you've read that you love the um adaptation to film or tv
0: I am an exception to this. We've talked about it in this podcast. I am happy with all the Harry Potter adaptations. Okay, I'm happy.
1: I didn't read them, so
0: right and I and I. But I love the books. Okay, so like, you oh, read them. So good.
2: Mm-hmm. And you like the movies. Like, too. I
0: like the movies. I think they okay. did a great job.
2: Yeah, I'm trying yeah.
1: to think of any that come to mind. I'm sure there there might be an example, but I just can't seem to think of one. I don't
0: read a lot, like of like books i listen to a ton of books and i read books that are really weird and like non-narrative like dog training books <laughs> um com- self-compassion books weird yoga books like but then i listen to like Stephen king on non-stop
2: with so, a narrator or with the audiobook
0: um yeah like audiobooks by yeah that Stephen can be king fun
2: also. oh you know what i loved no i'm just it's coming to me yeah well, I don't know how much of a fan permanently I am of Thomas Pinchon, mm, but it out. was sort of like in the background, you know, in California, everyone's like Fancy. Thomas Pinchon. And then that book Inherent Vice comes out. And mm. and I, Everybody and I guess see. the no, reviews were exciting. So I got it. And I even got copies for other people. And I made like a mm-hmm. compilation soundtrack on CD in 2009. Ooh. And I gave it to them as gifts um, so that people can read the book and listen to the soundtrack because throughout the book he's like and then we flipped on the radio riding down Huntington Beach and Ah. it was like the Beach Boys or whatever so Ah. it's kind of an experience but then they made the movie but because the book is thick with like Mm -hmm. names galore it is you have to be sort of it's almost like Harry Potter you have to kind of like Mm -hmm. know who's who and who's doing what but when you get to watch it it's fun but if you read it afterwards Mm -hmm. I don't know if it works the reading.
0: I did not mm. read Inherent Vice*. I know my husband did and he loved the book and he loved the film. And I okay. liked the film a lot. Okay. So I think it is, for as far as i a successful adaptation. But that's fiction story.
2: Mm-hmm. Like this, The Prophet, I remember prophet. reading it recently to the book and I'm like, this is <laughs> basic poetry and like, yeah, mm. religious themes and like whatever. But I'm like, Hmm, this doesn't age well this year. But I remember thinking, oh, this is fascinating and like very Islam and Christianity yeah. and all the, you know, Judaism, like whatever, the Middle East and like philosophy. Man tells story to <laughs> community. Man preaches to everybody. Mm-hmm. Stand it's on definitely, the podium, it's read some a poetry. Man, a
0: man telling people how, yeah. to, how to be. So
2: that's the thing. It's so interesting. I mean, you take that book to this level and Salma Hayek I just feel like maybe she was like whatever I just want to do it hire whoever you want I don't blame
0: I don't blame (laughs) Salma for anything in life
2: well see but that's the thing she's (laughs) in charge of passioning the project but she has to do whatever the various now because she's not just doing it straight through Disney or whatever Mm
0: -hmm. she has to do it
2: through various people being like okay this works this doesn't work and she's like whatever we have a team like we'll just keep going through I it until it settles down we Let's have the money we'll just yes redraw uh, that part
1: i just think it was a foundation of bad of deciding <laughs> to bring in this uh this string along narrative and i you know it's like when you work on enough of these things you see where these ideas come from and why well, what's interesting smart.
2: is but. the book Or The Prophet is one in a series, I think. There's a few of them. It's like The Prophet, and then there's like The Beggar, and then there's like The Fisherman. I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of them, but that's kind of the more popular one, more classic of the bunch. So maybe they could have made it into a Disney Plus TV show series with different animators or whatever. That might have worked, but it's not the right time.
1: It's per, yeah, you're right. Like, because disney plus launches short content all the time you yeah know, they'll put their shorts it would have been really a great uh
2: series for them of just short stuff and but- to offer animators have you seen just to riff off of disney plus they whenever i'm scrolling through like whenever i i like fire up this 6.99 a month and then cancel it and just to like watch something yeah, and binge yeah. something mm-hmm. and i was flipping through star wars and they had a different animation. it was just like, I, cl- I tapped on, I think it Which was R- you know Return that? of the Jedi, and it was like a somebody. It's like here's a poster by Jennifer Gonzalez, oh, and like instagram Instagram like, Jennifer Gonzalez, and it was just like cute out of that's the blue. Cool. Like like alternative posters art. for the yeah. things. I I'm think not, that's like, really cool nowadays. So I there, have, I mean, this is the kind of vehicle to do all kinds of stuff. That, you know incorporating or inviting other fans and artists through the whole community.
1: Yeah, I think that's a super cool idea because I know, like, comics variant covers are huge. And even when you look at uh, what Netflix Mm -hmm. does, how they change the cover photo based on you, Mm -hmm. I don't really like that. I don't think that (laughs) leads to the best cover photos. I would rather them do things like that where they're like, hey... Uh, that user likes the minimalist poster style. So here's minimalist posters for different movies we had artists do. Or this person likes 80s looking posters, so we had an artist do those. Mm -hmm. I would much rather have that than like, this guy always likes titties, so we're going to put the one girl with titties on the poster (laughs) for this movie.
0: And that's Salma Hayek. It's always her. It's always her. She's on every
2: uh, Netflix tile for me. You know, actually, you're reminding me of when I was here last time, talking about the yeah. Kardashians. Oh, and it's almost similar in a lot of ways. Like, Salma did whatever she could to get through from telenovelas in Mexico mm. to straight through Hollywood. Robert Rodriguez. Bam, bam, bam. Spy Kids. Like, everything what does she it could tell to tell like, you get...
0: about you, Aram? What does it tell you? What is the theme here? What, es what escándalo. Are you you no know,
2: habla. it's like the Frida Kahlo movie. <laughs> it was almost like that again, but I think maybe she was doing this the prophet it's like i'm a new mother my daughter is mm-hmm. you know troublemaking and when i did frida she did frida, and it was uh, i think actually like it's in my top 20 favorite movies of all time because it's julie taymore director one of the only women directors ever mm. nominated for academy awards there are few and far between now it's only two that have ever won at mm. all
0: Talk so about julie taymore
2: i'm a fan and just like gold leaf and Frida Kahlo paintings everywhere in Samaheck living her dream. But I think it was Weinstein produced or Miramax Shout or out. something. Friend so this show. is like <laughs> reclaiming. Smash through it. R.I.P. Burn it down.
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, we still have a lot to say, I feel like, but we can put it into the ratings. do okay. you think? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm that's, there. A, I'm
2: there. that's a good way to really some. button it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have some. I have some button for y'all. Leave
2: one unbuttoned, just right at the cleave oh, you know. Just,
0: just a little, little, a little double D there. <laughs> All right, Joe can you explain us yes. what the hell we're gonna do now? We
1: are each gonna rate it on a scale of one to ten, or zero to ten, even. Uh,
0: zero is the new introduction. and I love it. We haven't had a zero yet. But yeah, I think <laughs> it's it know. is
1: a, a number, so you gotta have it there. Zero to ten, yeah. and we'll use something as a scale. That something could be uh, Lion King. Uh, or it could be chocolate cookies. Whatever you want to do.
0: Toby's cookies is a great example <laughs> that you keep bringing up. You'd think uh-huh. I love
1: cookies, but I don't eat many cookies at all.
0: No? Oh, they're great. You should try it. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I like them. I just do not eat a lot of them. So I'll
0: go mm-hmm. first.
1: Go. Ooh, okay. Uh-oh. We're, we're talking about... <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I'm nervous. I'm getting like a little. We're talking curious. about a
1: movie that, in many ways, is hard to judge. So that's what I, because it has um, disparate pieces. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of a movie that also has something like that, and maybe um, we'll go with. Let's go with Fantasia. Fantasia okay. is a classic. People love Fantasia. I give Fantasia a four. I don't... Ooh. <laughs> I don't really Would you care. say zero to ten? Oh, zero to ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I give Fantasia it's not zero a four. To four. Uh, I don't oh, really God. care for Fantasia the way other people do. Um,
0: <laughs> okay. I haven't even seen it. That's how bad I am. You're, I know I'm you're supposed to be psychedelic. Any okay. You're not missing it. Psychedelic, blah, blah, blah. So what? <laughs>
1: um, so I give it a four. I give this movie
2: a four. Uh, four as well. (gasps) Wow. I'm impressed. I was ready for the zero. Oh,
0: (laughs) hey, sometimes it's nice to set the standards. Only because you guys mentioned
2: it. It was like the hot new race. I know that
1: happened the last few times where I uh, correct myself. Like I say, one to (laughs) 10, a zero to 10. And then it sounds like I'm teasing that I'm going to do a zero, (laughs) but no, I'm just keeping it on the board. Um, But yes, there's so much about this movie that I hate
2: um but
0: there's that's a strong word
2: especially for you because you're a lover you're not he mentioned fantasia it's like i'm i'm on board because with fantasia i'm also like this part can Mm. go what's happening in this like interlude Mm. and then it's like my favorite part as long
0: as you're not here to edit 2000 (laughs) odyssey whatever we'll talk about that film oh my Uh, god But, yeah,
1: I just hate the main story part. I think there's so much wrong with it. You know, the fact, like, I'm not going to watch a movie about a guy who's in prison that we're supposed to feel bad for, and he's in a house with (laughs) Soma Hayek. Like, shut up. (laughs) I wanted him And she
0: has hots for him. She does? What are they doing? She wants to bone him. She she is boning him?
2: Okay, well, hang on. Keep in mind, this is Lebanon. I don't even know if it's in the 20s or if it's in the now-ish times or whatever. It's another she world had. over there, actually. No, but you know, she
0: had hearts for him. So he's really having a good time in the sense that, like, this lady that he's into, she's also into him, is what I'm it's, saying.
2: Well, yeah, it's just that, you know, connection, that a little bit of lust, that a little bit, like, yeah, what does a woman it. who has a young daughter do when there's a yeah. man who's going straight to prison again or whatever? Um, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Nobody so, does. hate all that. Um, but plenty... <laughs> <laughs> plenty of the segments i think the music segments are the best overall okay um yeah. because liam neeson's voice i just didn't vibe with with it i understand okay. he, he his voice does have a lot of gravitas but it takes you
2: back to episode one phantom minutes. and it does it's and it's too death, much his
1: sad sad death spoilers it's crippling for that spoilers
0: all over um. the episode <laughs> Everybody does.
1: He would come back as a forced ghost later, but doesn't count. Um, yeah, I just hated his voice. I thought it was so pompous, and um, that whole vibe was very bad. I did think uh, a lot of the poems were um, good, but uh, I don't I don't really like poetry, period. Anyways.
0: You did write uh, okay. the longest haiku, though. Yeah,
1: that was making fun of poems, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> 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 Go check it out, Longest Haiku. It's four ninety nine yeah. paperback on Amazon. It's but yeah, four impressive. because I think there is enough there and I know there are people who I would recommend
2: this to with caveats. Okay. Yeah, and also that I like that you know, I think there's a way to tell someone, watch this clip or watch the second half or like, you know, there's a way to do it where mm-hmm. y- you may not have to watch the movie full from beginning to end, especially since we don't really know. Is it a kid's movie? Is there like an 11-year-old that's supposed we to never, watch we'll it? We'll never know this. Yeah, right, we'll never right. know
0: who wasn't like who they have it in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, because the artists left at 15 minutes, if not earlier. <laughs> and the basic people, myself included, were like, I don't like this either. <laughs> I don't like the animation or... Well, let's let's find out how I feel about everything. Let's this a good this is a good transition to talking about basic people yes, and myself. go so basic. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, let me get basic here. So, yeah, I am going to create a scale where I'm going to put a few films on. This is like my new style. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to put I'm going to put I lost my body anybody? I lost my body. It's about a French movie about a hand uh, that's creeping around it. looking cool. for. I think no, I it's on Netflix. It. It sounds so cool, but it's not. Like oh. they didn't handle the coolness. Like the coolness, the cool didn't happen. Yeah, Dang. Like it, the setup is the coolest thing, and it's not. So that movie is uh, a six. Like just because, <laughs> for a second, it's interesting. Um, and I think the art is not too bad because again, I'm not like an art animation person, so but I liked it. Then I'll take like um um. Mononoke, Princess Mononoke. I'll put Ooh. it at ten. Oh
1: yeah. Is Ooh. there an eleven we can t- click you it know, up to? I two. mean,
0: I, and then <laughs> but then I'll take Porco Rosso. Oh. Okay. And I'll put it like another Miyazaki. I'll put it at like I don't know five. No, wow. I love that Porco Rosso. I don't know. Keaton. I don't know Porco. <laughs> uh, Porco Rosso. And you know, I'm just gonna go with the same feeling I had throughout the whole movie. Um, I'm going to give it. Like, it hasn't changed. This conversation changed nothing for me. Where I was wow. and where I am. Five. Five. Neutral. Oh, okay. uh, Same as Neutral. Porco Rosso? Same as Porco Rosso, but in a different way. I think it's like. I really like. I think the animation is cool. Uh, but it's like. It's like throwing acid into, like, soup. Like, it just... The the, the main story neutralizes everything. And then the Dang. opposite of neutralizing, poisons everything. So don't eat the soup. You can eat the soup, but you have to carefully extract things that eat didn't around the get poisoned. Poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, eat around the poison. Who cares what I think? I'm basic. Aram, what about you?
2: Okay. um, This is fascinating. I guess I just... I haven't been on that panel
0: <laughs> discussing this
2: movie. <laughs> I've recommended parts of it, maybe I've I've definitely emailed YouTube clips of things or maybe mm-hmm. you know forwarded little Instagram clips where I feel like there's a lot of, you know, teenage Instagram Lebanese kids who like memeify something. And they're like, "Ooh, you know, they just know it's like that's our thing." There's the profit in animation form. So because of my long-standing decades-long Sama obsession hasn't changed just in the way that I'm Kardashian or bust
0: shout out Salma
2: Hayek or bust so even with her multimillionaire French husband mm. I'll, I'm gonna put Frida was it 2002 Ooh. I think maybe the movie that she did directed by Julie wow. Taymor. Wow. Um, On the scale to compare, and that, Mm. which it flows, it's beautiful, it's a passion Mm -hmm. project. I think that's up at like nine out of 10, because I haven't haven't watched it in a while, but I've watched it multiple times over and over. And I love it. I mean, like Diego Mm -hmm. Luna and like Alfred Molina, all these people. Ashley Judd? Was she in it too? I don't know. So that's just a beautiful art piece with some Mm -hmm. culture and history or whatever the prophet 2014 the animated khalil's Mm, yeah epic so i wonder if i had seen it in the theaters what it would be like Mm -hmm. well would i have stepped out Mm -hmm. to hang out with my Mm -hmm. friends on their cigarette break or like you know like do i sit right there and watch the whole thing i think it is problematic and i wasn't obsessed with it in the First, watching, but one of the the parts mm-hmm. that struck me stayed with me to keep me going back to it. Mm-hmm. That's the golden nuggets in the yeah, going back gold to mine.
0: something is a big test, time test, right? Like yeah. just going yeah. back, you like I don't know how I feel it, but I keep going back. Well, something really happened there emotionally. Mm-hmm. So, what is it? <laughs> how much? How much? I'm going to
2: throw it down as a. Uh, Six point
1: (laughs) seven five. Okay, low scores.
0: Low scores, and uh, you know, it's it's probably one of the lowest scores we had guests (laughs) give to their own passion project. But that's but you know, I I don't understand why. I am a
2: fan of the passion project. If I had done it my own passion project and hired all of you and all of my friends Uh, to do every little Damiana Garcia, yeah, oh my. (laughs)
0: Oh my oh. God, yes. <laughs> that's who I want
2: as the prophet
0: <laughs> oh my god let's remake the prophet with Damiana Garcia seriously. hey you know what we Starring. can even
2: do it just use their animation re-voiceover Damiana yeah. from beginning to end yeah. but,
0: <laughs> Salma if you're listening yeah, we still think you're hot send us some money Yeah,
1: because as of now this isn't the
2: profit; it's the loss Whoa. <laughs> oh. Shun- Profits and loss, P
0: Oh, Aram, what's going on with you that our audience should be familiar with? <laughs>
2: I am having some fun. Finally, um, I've been able to collaborate with some other artivists, activists, mm. art- artists, and we're doing a little awards show, virtual awards show. Um, it's called the Sparkle Awards. So that'll be something fun to look forward to. It's on Wednesday, June second. It's gonna be like Zoom webinar, but like Facebook Live, so everyone can live chat.
0: Great, very we'll cool. Make sure this comes out before then.
2: Cool. Joe, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, and should we promote Damiana Garcia? I mean, oh really?
2: uh, <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know, Damiana, if you're listening, just like obsessed. And when are we gonna collaborate? Like this space, you guys, shut up. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm. like fertile grounds. Mm. I, like I'm a, I just, I will be listening, she is the best. waiting, anticipating. Cause it's just juicy over here.
0: She is pretty juicy. Joe, what <laughs> about you?
1: Uh, you can check me out, uh, at Joe Cabello on Twitter, go to my site, joecabello.com where you can have access to my store to get my comics Go mm-hmm. check it out. I think uh, the you coupon would. code Shut Up I Love It on my Gumroad store will get you a discount on Bottoms you, Up Issues you One did and it. Two. <laughs> I didn't do it yet. You, um, okay. You but by the time it. it comes, these episodes yeah. where Before I'm
0: talking 12th, about it. Before June 2nd. Yeah. Before June 2nd. Yeah. yeah. It, it cool. will be out. Great. And sh- find us on Shut Up I Love It One on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And email us. At the email address, I do not recall that it's in the description of this episode. And I will never know what it is. But it will come to me. Because I connected all my emails, you guys. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. Shit. Aram, thank you so much for coming on.
2: Yeah. Just joy, you guys,
0: for having me. Oh, yes.
1: Thank you. It was uh, definitely, even though we didn't love the movie, we loved the experience. Trust in the process. I
0: knew it.
2: So you guys held it.
0: We are changed people <laughs> Thank you Mr. Owl For this amazing music Thank you Elizabeth Salute for the artwork Congratulations to Carlton Gilles Yeah Former guest and producer Of this podcast Was the new baby Of a female sex And no name As far as I know Yet mm-hmm. And becoming like a cool Fellowship winner yes, In the lot. town of Hollyweird A lot of good stuff So congrats for Carlton. A lot of good stuff All right, and thank you and you and you for listening.